Hey, I'm Amber. And I'm Becca. And this is Forward Farming. Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome back to Forward Farming. Yay! At least we said welcome back at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting better at this thing. Yes, we are. <laughs> All right. So tonight we're going to kind of just talk about how to keep your head above water during like not only harvest, but just busy times on the farm. Um, so that's going to be exciting, but should we start with some highs and lows? Sure. I've been thinking about a low all day and I haven't thought of anything. Um, That's so, a good thing. Yeah, I'm... I'm Especially like during harvest. <laughs> we just started, so I'm going to knock on wood because <laughs> now I'm going to jinx it for tomorrow. Um, Probably. But yeah, I, I didn't really have a low this week. This doesn't happen very often, but it was just a good week overall and I'm pretty happy about it. Good. Yeah. Enjoy that. Yeah. How about you? Did you have any... Was um, this week better than last week? It was. Good. So, I think my low was just the last podcast. Can that be a low? Yeah. <laughs> um, I had a couple of people notice that I I wasn't on the podcast much last week. And um, Sophia was, I don't know if it was because like I wasn't talking like very much because Alex was talking and so she like she didn't realize I was listening to someone I don't know but she she was a monster and I was muted half the time and then I don't know it got to a point probably halfway through and you just you know that moment where you like know you're gonna start crying mm-hmm. and you're like doing everything in your power not to that was me and I was like Amber's got this and I texted you <laughs> and I was like I need to go right now I'm gonna start crying <laughs> so uh yeah I went off the podcast and I cried. Sophia cried, and then we went to bed. And it's been better since then. Good. She's just—I don't know—toddlers. But uh, yeah, so that was kind of my breaking point. And I, I guess I didn't realize I was that close to a breaking point. Otherwise, I probably would have been like, "You got this." <laughs> but yeah, that was my low, uh, and it's been a lot better since then. So yeah, that was yeah. We both kind of hit breaking points within a week of each other, so that's kind of what <laughs> stemmed this podcast topic for tonight. So, but now um, we're both good for a while, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a high for the week. It's October, which is bananas. It, I, you know, it's crazy because people are like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe how much 2020 is dragging on." Like it feels like. 18 years ago when we went on shutdown or whatever. And I'm like, holy cow, it's already October. I think it's going really fast. Where is this year going? It's so crazy. So I'm very thankful that we're able to have a somewhat normal life, that our life didn't get completely shut down. Mm -hmm. Um, So with that being said, we started harvest full time, like our full harvest started Kind of yesterday, um, we were getting fruit off of the vines, but like our whole crew started today and we kind of went balls to the walls, ovaries to the floveries or whatever. <laughs> I like trademark that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, first t-shirt. <laughs> I can just picture the artwork on that one. <laughs> So if anybody's good with t-shirt logos and stuff, hit us up. <laughs> Dan and Joey will be our models. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we started Harvest full-time today, and that's going to be taking my time for the next four, three weeks, three, four weeks, whatever. So cheers to that. How about you? Um, I had a really good week calving wise with my cows I've had three new heifer calves in the last week um I had one last weekend a little Swiss that we named Jolene and then I had one on Sunday my little milking shorthorn which we named Edna and my boss is like where do you come up with these names because it's half his and so I guess I should have consulted on it with a name but um yeah 
Um, so then I had one born today, and her that name one was is Juniper. Cute. Juniper! She was so cute. Because I figured the other one, we were, like, naming either Jolene or Juniper, so I'm like, I'm just going to name it Juniper, because that's a really cute, cute name. Yeah, so she's, she's giant. I had to pull it, but uh, mom is doing really good, and baby came out really easy. It was just, I don't know, you see those Swiss feet come out, and they're so big, and she had worked on it for, like, an hour and wasn't getting anywhere, so gave her a little help, but they're both doing really good. good. So that was a good week for me. Yeah. Speaking of Juniper, a little sidetrack. I follow this Instagram account. Uh, it's Juniper the Fox, and it's this girl, and she has, like, um, a fox sanctuary type thing. Like, oh, she has cool. a wildlife sanctuary, and she has three or four different foxes that, like, live in her house. And, like, her first fox, her name was Juniper, and she's just the cutest little thing, and she has, like, this little snaggle tooth down on the bottom. Aww, and I'm going to have to follow her. <laughs> it's super cute. And she has, um, I think, a chinchilla, a couple snakes, and a possum in her house. Like, she just has, like, all these exotic animals. And I'm like, like oh. Big gross. <laughs> I did, too, until, like, I started following her and hearing it eat and smack every time it <laughs> eats. I was like, oh, it's so cute. And she gives them little headbands and stuff. Like, it's just mm-hmm. precious. So, um yeah, that's my little sidetrack. Um, goals. What do you have for goals? Um, one goal that I kind of started on already. Oh, okay. You can say hi and bye. <laughs> say hi. Say hi. Hi. Okay. I'll go back by Nima. Uh, one of my goals is to start making myself coffee in the morning again. I, uh, last winter I like always did it. And then I don't know this summer, I don't really like hot coffee in the summertime, but it's getting cold again. So it's really nice to have a hot cup of coffee on your way to work. So that's my goal is to start doing that. I've been doing pretty good at it. Um, and then my other goal, kind of more of a broad thing is just to like be kinder to myself. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I don't know, with Sophia and having, like, all my issues with her, I, like, kept thinking in my head, like, okay, what am I doing wrong? Like, what, you know, why am, I don't know why I just blame myself for everything for it. Uh, So, yeah, just to be kinder to myself, because it's just a season that she's in, and we'll get through it, but I don't think it's necessarily anything, like, I'm doing wrong, even though it feels that way, but what about you? I don't have any Sophia advice, but um, Dan has a coffee pot that you can program times on when it starts. It has a timer on it, and he always makes his coffee ahead of t- like at night before he goes to bed, and then he sets a timer for like five o'clock in the morning or whatever. If that helps at all. Yeah, ours does that too. Um, I do. So ours has like the pot, and then it's got a single serve. So I usually do the single serve one, but I, I'll get it ready the night before and then all I have to do is press the button because you can't program that one, but it works. I don't like coffee, so you're on, you're on your own with that one, Tuts. <laughs> um, so good. <laughs> my goal for the week is I'm just going to have a constant running goal of just staying sane until the end of October. Just, only a month. It's, it's only fun. a month. That's what I have to keep telling myself. <laughs> so I took a picture of myself tonight after our first night of harvest. I'm going to take a picture the last night of harvest just so you can see how beat up my face is <laughs> after a month. That's going to be great. I'm going to have I'm going to have designer bags under my eyes. I'm going to have just. <laughs> And it's always just so windy and rainy and cold all of October. Like, it, I love October. It's the best, but not to be outside all day, every day. It kind of sucks. It's been really windy, like, by us. Yeah. Like, has it been by you? Yeah. Yeah, it was really windy today, and it was super rainy. I don't know. It was weird. It was, like, sunny and nice, and all of a sudden, it just, like, clouded up and stormed for, like, 10 minutes. And it's like, hey, oh, weird. the sun's going to come back out. Hey, Wisconsin. Yeah. Calm down. Expect nothing less. So, All right. Let's segue into 
how we have been coping with things. Yeah. Oh, what should we start with? I guess we could just start with like the social media aspect of it. Um, I know you took a little break. Is that last week, two weeks ago? Yeah, two weeks ago. And um, it was, it's not like I spend a ton of time on social media, but enough time where it just took up too much time, if that makes sense. Like I just couldn't fit in my schedule. And that was the only thing that I could kind of remove myself from at the time and just allow a little bit of breathing room. Um, So I've been like, it's, it's been hard. It's been a hard thing to deal with. Like I just started like a, a, I don't know, like an official Instagram back in January. So I'm still not used to kind of that work life balance between that and my actual life. Uh, it's, it's a kind of a lot to handle sometimes and then throw the podcast in there. Not that I hate any of it, but it's just a lot of work to do. And the only thing that I could like remove from the stressful situation that I was in was just to put my phone down for a weekend. Like I was getting so caught up. It kind of, it was kind of building up over time. Like I would look at my stuff and then I would look at other people and kind of compare myself. Like, how are they growing so fast? Like, what can I do to like compete with that? And like, obviously for me, it's not about like getting to be like the biggest and whatever. I'm not looking to make that a full-time job by any means, but I started to kind of get into that mindset of how are they better than me? What can I do better? And that's so exhausting. Mm-hmm. And and like you tell me all the time too, you're like, oh, I'm so I'm so glad that I can just mute people that I don't like following. <laughs> and, what? <laughs> and like I, I don't like following people that make me feel bad about myself. And mm-hmm. um and like I'm I'm always grateful for the ag community that we're a part of because everyone is just so great and so kind and just so uplifting. But at the same time, I get a little jealous. <laughs> I get a little envious of other people's success and like I'm all for encouraging and supporting other people that are doing well, but it also gets a little tiring when like you're putting in so much effort and you're not getting any instant gratification from it, which sucks, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. like you can be fine for a long time and then all of a sudden it just hits you like, wow, I'm doing all this work and like, no, nothing's coming from it or so it feels like. And that's kind of where I got, like, I was just so drained from work and I was getting so mentally drained from kind of comparing myself to other people that I was just like, okay, I, I need a break. Even if it's just for a couple of days, I'm putting my phone down. I put it on do not disturb all day for Saturday and I slept and I slept hard. <laughs> I took, I took so many couch naps and I woke up and I went to bed that night and I slept all night long and I, I needed it. <laughs> I, I could just, I woke up on Sunday and I felt normal, I guess. I don't know, as normal as I can get, I guess. <laughs> but it was just, I don't know. I, I just got to that point where mentally I wasn't doing well and it was really taking a toll on me physically. And I knew that with harvest coming up, I needed to be close to a hundred percent, um, on, on all cylinders for this. So I, I thought that was a good time to do it and it helped so much. It gave, and it was a good creative break too. I'm just going on this huge rant. So just hold on. (laughs) I'm here for it. (laughs) (laughs) Like having, I don't want to say like an, having like a larger Instagram account, like it's super exhausting just trying to creatively trying to find mm-hmm. new content to come up with every, like you feel like you need to post every day to keep that engagement up. I think that's what I was struggling with a lot too. It's like, I'm not, I'm not really doing anything right now. I don't have anything to share. And if I'm not sharing, I'm going to lose all these interactions. And am I going to get pushed back on the algorithm? Like my whole algorithm is going to get screwed up. No one's going to find me the next algorithm. time. <laughs> no one's going to find me the next time I do post something really good. And like, are my hashtags not working? Like what, what's going on? Why am I not getting the views that I'm usually getting? And I feel like everyone uh. had that lately. Like there was a couple of posts I did that 
I had like hashtags on and I got, you know, I can see your insights and like see yeah. how many came from hashtags. Zero came from yeah. hashtags. So I'm like, how, how did that work? Because <laughs> in others, it's like thousands of people see your hashtags. It just, right. it doesn't make any sense. But I think um, I said something to someone and other people were like, oh yeah, that's happening to me too. So I'm like, okay, well, at least it's not just me. <laughs> yeah. Then, then you kind of, you don't feel singled out and yeah. And, but still, it's it's so frustrating. And there's like that new documentary on Netflix, A Social Dilemma. And I feel I, I feel like I need to watch it, but I'm also I'm really afraid to watch like Netflix documentaries because they're so they're scary. It's I such guess. a scary <laughs> mind trap that they play and they're yeah. so one sided. Like I remember I watched watching, half um, of it. Did you? What did you think? Um so I think you'd probably find watching it because I, I went into it probably the same way you would, where I knew it was a documentary. I knew it would be biased, but I was still kind of interested to see what they had. Cause they had a lot of like big high up people on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of it was eye opening, but then some of it you're like, well, duh, like you kind of just had to take it with a grain of salt, but it really made me think. And I, I, it made me think mostly about like how long I'm on social media and what I'm doing on it. Like, am I spending my time wisely on it? So I actually put a, uh, on Instagram, you can put like a reminder of how, you know, you can set like a time limit for yourself pretty much. So I put a time limit on just so that like, when I get to it, it's not like, oh my God, I got to sign off for the day. But I'm like, okay, I spent this much time on here. Like, let's reel it back. But sometimes I spend more time if I'm like, I don't know, washing buckets or something, I'll catch up on people's stories. But then other times, if you're just like commenting back to people and stuff, mm-hmm. that's, you know, you're spending your time differently on the app. But it was, it was interesting to see uh, like the dirty little secrets that they knew about these platforms. Yeah, it's scary. It's scary how much that has taken over a lot of lives. And it makes me very thankful that I'm not that I'm not growing up with it being a normal kind of like how middle schoolers and like Gen Z and the new generation is growing yeah. up. Like I kind of, I'm glad that I caught the tail end of it and it makes you really nervous for kids today. And yeah, like their, when their mental the internet health. came out, I mean, we were pretty much almost in high school when yeah. like, Facebook and I yeah we were in high school or I was in high school at least when Facebook came out because it used to only be for college kids and then finally we could get it in high school but I mean now these kids are on it when they're like 10 years old Mm -hmm. and I don't know I'm scared for like the kids I I didn't get a cell phone until I think I was 14 and I only got it because my brother turned 16 so when he started driving my parents got one for him but then, you know, I'm the youngest child, so I'm like, I need a cell phone. <laughs> but still, you didn't have internet on it or anything. Yeah. But now kids, like, seven, eight years old have a cell phone. It's like, what? Yeah, why? It's insane. And kids are, like, toddlers know how to, like, buy stuff off your phone. And, like, it's just, ay, ay, ay. <laughs> When I was a kid, I was playing Snake at my parents' little Nokia phone, or big Nokia phone, I should yeah. say. Yeah. That thing was a shit. <laughs> I was playing Snake on my light bright. I was, like, manually playing with my... <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, country life for you. <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's definitely scary to think about. But I think, too, with social media, it's like, that algorithm is changing all the time, so you don't even know what what it's doing. Um, I actually, for a while, I was posting every day because that's what I thought I needed to do, and I was getting so burned out. Mm-hmm. And now I post, I don't know, one or two times a week, sometimes more if I feel like it, but I just am more intentional in my stories. Like, it's mm-hmm. a lot easier for me to make stories about my day than to type it all out. And I feel like my engagement's been just as good. Other people might not see it, Cause it's, you know, happening in the DMs and stuff, but I don't know. It's, it's better for my head and my health to 
to do it that way. So I guess I'm just going to keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that's the same. Like, it's just, I don't like if you would have asked me a year ago, what I thought about doing this, I would have been like, Oh, that sounds so easy. All I have to do is just take pictures and like, that's it. But I never would have expected it be so much of a commitment. Um, but I, again, I'm not complaining at all. I, I love it. I love mm-hmm. sharing my life and everything, but sometimes you just need to take a minute, collect your thoughts and just unwind, unplug for a little bit and get your sanity back yeah. or what's left of it. <laughs> It'll be there when you're ready to come back. Yep. yep. It's not going yeah. away anytime soon, except TikTok. That might be going away soon. <laughs> Maybe. So I heard that, I heard it was banned, but now I heard that Trump did something where it's like, I don't know, it's, it's going to stick around. I hope so. Changing ownership, maybe? I don't know. It's such good entertainment. It is. And it's like way easier Instagram, if you're listening, sorry. It's way easier to make a TikTok and then just put it up on Reels than it is to use Reels because Reels is just not that great. <laughs> I I looked at it and I was like, I don't understand this. I'm just not going to use this. It's like, I don't know. Maybe I'm sure it'll get better like once they get more feedback from it and stuff. But I tried making it once and I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to TikTok. Oh, uh, anyway. Um, I don't even like making TikToks, but the calf ones are just so cute and I can't stop. And they're so easy to do. And people love them. So I will keep doing them. Well, it's so dang hard that that little spicy, the why is it spicy fish video that I did? It took yeah. me like three hours to figure out how to do that. And it wasn't even on TikTok. It was a Snapchat filter. Like what? <laughs> I had to go ask all the youths. Was. <laughs> I was like, youths, help me. <laughs> I just want to be a fish. Oh, man. Uh. I have never felt so old in my life. (laughs) Ah, the struggle. So I guess one more thing before we move off of the social media. Um, If you, uh, I don't want to put this. So if you need to take a break from social media, take a break, whatever. Um, But also know that if you, Like, if you write out your feelings and make a post about it, you're going to find people that relate. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, it pretty much anything you can write, you're going to find someone that relates to it, which I think is the best part about social media, because you can feel like you're the only problem in the person in the world with this problem, and then you just write it to get it off your chest, and then you have so many people commenting and, like, messaging you, like, oh my gosh, I could have written this myself. And I think that's so powerful. So I would say, I mean, if you aren't wanting to share necessarily yourself, look around at other other farmers or other accounts based on what your kind of stress you're dealing with. And you're probably going to find someone that you can confide in and just getting it off your chest and talking to someone else can help mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, that's huge. And I really, I really love Mondays for Mental Health Mondays. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I know Jess posts every Monday and her stuff is just so good. And I think Tara over at Beaver Vineyards, um, I don't know if she was the one that started it, but they've been really big uh, advocates, advocates, I can't even say it normal now, advocates for mental health. Um, so if, if you're looking to join or if you're looking to see other posts about it or to find people who you'd feel comfortable talking to, just search the hashtag mental health Monday and you're going to see a ton of great information and resources to go to. If you don't feel comfortable talking to someone on social media or whatever, um, they have a ton of great information floating out there too. So don't be afraid to reach out to somebody you're, you're going to, I, I can almost guarantee you're going to feel a little bit of pressure off your shoulders. If you just admit that to someone that you are struggling It gets hard, but Mm -hmm. it'll be totally worth it. And if you're scared to do that, um, on Jess's page, she has the egg secrets 
So it's probably like in her link tree. Um, but you can do an anonymous like egg secret. It goes to a Google form. Um, and those that's where she gets her secrets um, that she posts on Mondays. So they're all anonymous. So you can still write it out. You can get it out. You know, and I think that's still kind of a weight lifted off your shoulder. And then if she's going to post about it, you're going to get a lot of great feedback. No one has to know it's you, but you can kind of get some advice and, I don't know, move past it or get the help that you need. Yeah. So um, if you're not following Jess, her Instagram handle is cjessfarm. Um, she's a great, she's a great follow. And again, if you're... She unfortunately has jerseys, but she's <laughs> <laughs> if you can get past that aspect of things. Um, but yeah. So, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I just brain fart. Yep. And then, um, oh, the last thing I had written down <laughs> new people that make you feel less. We kind of talked about that, but do it because it helps so much. And it's not like you, it's not like you, that you mute them and you're like, oh, I don't like them anymore. It's just that I don't want to hear, I don't, I don't even want to make it sound mean because it's not like you don't like them. It's just like what they're saying is not helping you in this season of life. Mm -hmm. So if you just have to mute them for a couple weeks, couple months, whatever, do it because it's going to make you feel better. Yes. Yeah, every feel better. Everybody's going through different things at different times. And if whatever is triggering for you, it's, they're not going to know that you needed to. That's them. a good word, trigger. Yeah, yeah I feel no, like that. Nobody's going to know. They're going to know. Yeah. Sorry, TikTok. <laughs> so just basically know your limits and your boundaries and know that it's okay to just say no to some people for a little while. And again, everything's going to guilt. Like there's yeah. guilt that comes with it too. Like if you don't respond to every single comment or every single message, and sometimes you just you got to check out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and at the end of the day, people that truly follow you and respect you are going to understand. And if they don't, you probably don't need them in your community, anyways. If they don't, mute them. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think at the end of the day, it's not like Instagram is paying you to be on there. Like, yeah, you can get brand deals and stuff, and you should obviously Gosh. respect those contracts, but you're not getting money to to be on social media and to like put that extra stress on you. So take a break if you need it. Yes. Let's right. just think about that again. Instagram isn't paying you. You don't owe it anything. Just Boom. yes. Take a break. All right. Let's move on to the next thing. You guys should know I took notes for this podcast. Becca even sent me notes and I was I, just yeah. blown <laughs> away. I was so impressed. So I think it started with like last week when I like hit my breaking point and then I was like, okay, what can I do to kind of uh, get out of this and like not have this happen to me again? And so all week I was kind of thinking once we decided we were going to talk about this and like thinking of things that I was doing to kind of get my mind off of it and like keep, keep motivated and stuff. So I just started writing it down so I wouldn't forget. So I am uh, pretty proud of myself. All right. Uh, so I wrote self-care and I, I guess I'm like not great at this, but I know it's probably something that's really important. <laughs> mm-hmm like whatever self-care looks for you. I don't, sometimes self-care for me is like having the kids go to sleep and then just sitting by myself for a little bit, even though I'm exhausted, just having a little bit of silence. <laughs> uh, what does self-care look for you? Because I clearly need help. Um, okay, so I have a personal trainer that I worked out with, um, back when I lived in lacrosse and I loved going to that gym. I was in a really stressful job at that time. I was working at a bank and I hated it. I would get migraines almost regularly. Like once a week I would get a migraine, maybe more than that. 
and I just carried so much tension in my neck and shoulders. And I was just, I was just in a not great place. So I started going to this gym and I was working with this trainer and he, that was probably the first time that I viewed like exercise as an outlet because up until that point, I just viewed it as just like something I needed to do because I was always an athlete. But then once I got so stressed, I was like, okay, this is a good outlet. This is a healthy outlet for me to take my stress and frustrations out. And um, now that I am out here, I, I don't have as much stress or like the same type of stress as I did back then, but I still find myself with stress and frustrations and I work um, with him to build like a program for me and stuff. Anyway, uh, where am I going with this? Exercise. Work <laughs> I work, I try to work out <laughs> and that, that that's kind of my self-care. And I was on, he has a podcast and I was on that last week and it cool. really, it really helped me kind of put things in perspective because this isn't stuff that I talk about a lot. Um, but he just asked some really good questions, like how I stay motivated and like, I'm on my own doing this. So how, how do I stay motivated after working like a 12, 13 hour day? How do I find the motivation to make time for myself? And I never really thought of it that way, I guess. Like I never viewed it as like my time. I always just viewed it as like something I do. Like this doesn't make any sense, but I always viewed it as like something <laughs> to make me feel better, but never, it was just like about self-care. And then once he kind of said that, it was like, oh yeah, like I, I'm not the type of girl that like lights a bunch of candles and sits in a bathtub. I go yeah. and throw a medicine ball on the ground a couple times and <laughs> oh, okay Joe's making his first appearance Joe you want to say hi say hi no okay <laughs> at least he's a good guest he's quiet <laughs> what a cutie oh uh, okay <laughs> so gym is self-care gym yeah not, you don't even go to a gym you work out at home Yes. I built myself That's, a gym in my garage. Yeah. That is awesome that you can do that. I, I'm not that kind of person. Like I've tried working out in the living room and stuff and I do like one day of a program and then I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. I, uh, just set, I've, I've done things, but in the past, um, where I try to do like a six week challenge or something where you try to lose like X amount in six weeks. And that's just way too much stress and pressure for me. Cause like, I'll like, I'll willingly do it. But then once the six weeks are up, I'm like, eh, give me all the pizza. Give me all the beer. I can oh, have this yeah. again. And like, it just, it's, it's not, it doesn't work for me. So just kind of working out on my own in my own pace and my own environment has been super helpful and nice for me. So that's kind of my self-care. That's my little escape away from the demon dog and my cat that just eats everything. <laughs> Maybe she needs to work out with you. Maybe. Should we, Dan, Dan got the house flowers the other day. Not me flowers. He got the house some flowers because the house hasn't had flowers in a long time. What? Yeah, that's, that's Dan logic. And what um, a romantic. Isn't he? <laughs> but Winnie will eat. If it makes you feel better, I bought myself flowers. Yeah, that's what I'm going to have to do. <laughs> but we leave these, these flowers on the kitchen table and the cat will just come up and she'll chew the petals off. And it's <laughs> super you like healthy. You cage around your flowers. I do. I need a cage around my cat. <laughs> do you watch Dancing with the Stars? <laughs> Another sidetrack. Poor Winnie. No. No, hey, that kind of falls under self-care, like watching TV shows. Yeah. Oh, I heard Carol Baskin was on it. Carol Baskin That's was weird. on it. She danced to three cat songs. <laughs> Did she dress like a cat? Uh, the dance that she got kicked. Okay. Okay. We're going to take another sidetrack. So the last one. Oh, she's done? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Spoiler oh. alert. Um, <laughs> the last episode was um disney week so she did the lion king and she had like this velvet brown 
suit type thing. And she just had this awful mane wig. And it, she looked like she belonged in Cats, the musical, and not uh, The Lion King. <laughs> but the week before that, she danced to um, What's New Pussycat? <laughs> and <laughs> the stage that they had set up for her, she had like this huge grand staircase behind her and it was like the suit, it looked like she was in a castle and like they had this big um, portrait of a cat with like a royal dress. Like, you know how they have that oh, thing God. around their neck, like this big portrait and they had like different portraits of cats in this audience <laughs> and one blown up on the floor and it was just the funniest I'm gonna have to Google this. Oh my goodness, yeah. If you haven't seen it, Dancing with the Stars. She should have danced to that song that they made of her. That Carol Baskin. Killed her, husband whacked him. <laughs> I don't know the rest of it, but. Can't convince me that it didn't happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that you always know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh. That's good self-care, though, finding a TV show that you like. Yeah, just guilty pleasure TV shows like Dancing with the Stars. We also like watching Mass Singer. I could not get into that. Like, I watched a couple episodes, and I'm just like, eh, that's kind of dumb. That's what a lot of people say. I don't know. I, I, it's, like I think you either love it or you hate it, because I see a lot of people on Instagram that love it, and I'm like, eh, okay. Yeah, I, I was- really like... Um, well, I don't really like, but I watched The Bachelor. Unless, like, this last season was kind of crappy, so I didn't watch it, but... Uh, I said on again? I don't even know. I, I haven't had time to watch it. Bachelorette's TV. coming out next Tuesday? Uh, okay. The 13th? You know what? I'm excited to come back. What? Grey's Anatomy. I got nothing. I've never watched Grey's you, Anatomy. What?! Oh my gosh, I've been watching that since I was in high school. Okay, I and did you don't want to know how long ago I was in high school because it was a long time ago. I'm an OG fan. I think I did watch it like a couple episodes when it first came out. I was like, wow, this is super dramatic. It's I'm gonna, so good. <laughs> I'm gonna watch Glee instead because that's because that's see, so much and I better. didn't like that. I yeah, I tried to watch that and I couldn't. No, Grey's Anatomy is, like, number one, always. I'm going to be really sad when it goes off the air. I <laughs> I've was, been watching it since I was, like, 15. Like, that's crazy. I was super bummed when they canceled Keeping Up with Kardashians. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't even know they canceled that. I We didn't, never really had cable, so I didn't get to watch any of those. I think they have, like, one more season left, and then they're done. Hmm. It's probably a good thing. What's They're life going to be like without the Kardashians? I, they'll probably come off with a spinoff show, let's be real. Yeah. I just saw something where Kylie Jenner's baby had her first day of preschool and her backpack was $12,000 and I almost oh vomited. <laughs> why? And you wonder why people like talk ill of them. I wonder what it's I mean, like to have a billion dollars at the age of, what, 23? Yeah, she's very young. Do you know any cheese balls I could buy with a billion dollars? You could probably buy the cheese ball makers out, could. and then you could run the company. I could just have a house that looks like a tub of cheese balls and live inside of it. <laughs> A house made out of cheese balls. How Wisconsin of you. <laughs> oh. I think, I feel like it's probably a blessing and a curse for them to be that rich. Yeah. It's probably not all that it's cracked up to be. It'd be nice, but eh. Yeah. I'm, I'm We'll be fine. poor farmers. It's okay. <laughs> Help me. I'm poor. Oh. <laughs> uh, do you have any other self-care that you like to do? sleep whenever i get whenever i get really overwhelmed or stressed i sleep i'm like a fainting goat (laughs) i really want a fainting goat side side note 
like when I was in college and I had a lot of assignments or like a, a big paper coming up, I'd sleep. Everyone else would be up worrying about it. I'm like, nah, I'm just going to take a nap. <laughs> I'll worry about it later. <laughs> that I... <laughs> That's important. I'm trying to think of like other self-care things I do. I go to the chiropractor. I don't know if that's considered mm. self-care, but that's yeah. a, I go every month. Um, I usually reschedule one or two times each month because I always want you to like schedule out a month. And I'm like, I have no idea what I'm going to be doing, but they don't care. Or if they do, they haven't kicked me out yet. So um, yeah, I actually get to go tomorrow. I'm, I'm excited. But it just, you know, it makes you feel good, especially like working so much and like lifting mm-hmm. and moving around and stuff. My back's always kind of a mess, but other than that, I don't know. I also make regular hair appointments. And I think a big thing for me is because I dress like a boy and I'm around so many guys all the time that I need to take just like a day, a month, maybe to just dress like a girl again and have my hair down and not in a bun or a ponytail or whatever and just do girly things to just keep me in check sometimes. Yeah. I used to love getting my like a pedicure. I don't I haven't been in probably I don't know years. Yeah I was gonna say kids, I think but <laughs> the last time I got a pedicure was for my wedding two years ago. They're just so relaxing though. Especially when they bring out that cheese grater and they just (laughs) go into town. (laughs) I love when they have that like exfoliating motion and they just like, I don't know what they're rubbing off of you, but (laughs) you feel so smooth afterwards. Uh, Uh. I should do that soon. All right. That's all I got for self-care. Me too. Um, Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to the next point. Um, Prioritizing. So I think for me, I like to make like lists of what things that need to get done. But when I make the list, I kind of figure out like what I need to do, no questions asked, and what can kind of wait until I have a free moment. Um, So that I don't know, that kind of helps me because even though, yeah, my to-do list might be a mile long, it's like, okay, let me get this done. If I get it done, I'm exhausted. I'm going to go home and I'm not going to feel guilty about that. Mm-hmm. Um, one example I can think of is dehorning calves. I like to do it like right after they're born when their hair has dried. And I've been behind on it because, I don't know, we just had like a bunch of calves at once and then they were moved up and I like didn't do them. Um, and then my clippers wasn't working and I was just like, oh, so I, it kept getting pushed off. Now every day I've kind of just been prioritizing to do a couple a day and like, so I know I'll get caught up and it's not the end of the world, but that's just one thing that I'm like, it's not like it's life or death that they get done right, right this second, you know, they need to get done within a week or two, but having lists kind of makes that when I have a little bit of free time, I'll get some calves dehorned, but you know, if I have two new calves and I don't have time to do that, I don't have time to do it, and it's fine. Yeah, I, I'm i not a great list maker. I try to be, but I just, that's just one more thing for me to keep track of physically, and it's better just if I have a million things going on inside my brain. That's <laughs> <I'll, laughs> healthy. Yeah, it, it, it like, I, I base things off of stress levels. On prioritizing things like oh my god this is me out so much right now I need to get this done immediately but then I like oh this will keep me awake at night I can do that in the morning or or like I just forget all about it and and then it like yeah then it gets bumped up to the top of the list like oh my god I need to do this right now do you have an iPhone I do did you get the new um iOS 14? No. Okay, so you should get it. You probably can't see this. I'm like showing you my phone, but you can add like widgets to your phone now. Mm -hmm. So I have, um, I have the reminder one, like 
big on my phone. So it's like the whole bottom part oh. of my phone. Okay. So I just have, you can only, it shows you like five at a time, but I just have reminders for myself of like things that kind of really need to get done. And then I've got more reminders like down further, but that's been really awesome. Cause every time I open my phone, I see those reminders and I'm like, Ooh, I should do that. Cause I never really utilized a reminder thing before because it just was another app that was hard to see but mm -hmm. really digging these widgets is that what they're called widgets I think nice. so <laughs> I think so and then I also have a calendar thing I was using google calendar for a while because mm -hmm. everyone I don't know was raving about it but now I use the iphone calendar because I made it bigger so it like shows on my home screen my next event which is really kind of nice so yeah, it's just two random things that I did to make my life easier. But back to prioritizing. <laughs> I'm I'm just so unorganized. It's bananas. I don't know how I stay so organized with being unorganized as I am. It's unorganized. Wait, what did I call it before? Organized chaos? That, yeah. Yeah, that might be it. Like I'm I'm really good at keeping track of things in my brain. But if I had like a gun to my head and they're like, write down all the things you need to get done today, I would just, I would not be able to do it. I can't, <laughs> that's just not my style. I, I'm more of a mental. I think that's the important thing too. You have to figure out what works for you. Yeah. Like I keep a lot in my head, but I find that just like having it, I, I love having things written on paper but it's not always easy to like have things on paper and then carry it with me everywhere mm -hmm. so I've kind of utilized the note section you know like the reminder section on my phone and so I'm getting better at putting it in there so that I can go back to it and not forget about it but there's still yeah a lot going on up in this brain <laughs> like there's this new show on Netflix I think it's called like the home edit or something it's like I think one my of, mom was telling me about that. Like, like one of these homes. super organized people that stresses me out. I I don't have that type of OCD, and people no. that have like every single snack labeled and organized in their pantry. It Ooh, looks really nice. But it does. I, I could never. It probably if they came and did that to my house, it would look like that for half a day, and then it'd be back to how it was. <laughs> Half a day is being generous. <laughs> <laughs> the second you open the pantry door. This isn't right. <laughs> I am like, every time I see pictures of pantries and like places like that, though, I'm like, God, that's so pretty because there's so many baskets and like, it's, I mean, it looks gorgeous. It's just stresses me out because I would never be able to keep it clean. <laughs> right. Like going back to the Kardashians, if you look inside their refrigerators or like their pantries, it's like, why would you do that? You have kids. Like, I feel like life. Yeah, but is, they also have like maids and yeah, live in maids. Pick and, up. Yeah, they probably have like professional snack getters for them. Honestly, they probably do. Someone that like just runs errands for them. What? Mm. Wouldn't that be nice? It would be. I guess that's Amazon for me. True. <laughs> Speaking of, Amazon Prime Day is coming up soon. Mm. I don't know if you're big into that. I think it's next week, week after. Have they re like released any deals yet? Um, I haven't really checked it out, honestly. I, I always look at Amazon Prime stuff, but I, or like on Prime Day. It seems really early. Is it always this early? I think it's late. I think like oh. last year it was in the summer. Oh, okay. I don't know. Most of the time it's like I don't need any of it. I mean, I'll look just to look, but to buy stuff, I, I don't, we have so much crap already. I don't need anything else in this house. It's a little. <laughs> I think the only thing I bought last year was a new Dyson vacuum. and I got it for like $100 off. Oh, One of those nice. things that, that I needed and I couldn't say no to it, so I got it. Yeah, I just bought 
yesterday. Um, so Sophia's been asking to get her hair cut, little side story here. And I normally take her to a girl in Platteville that's great. And she does my hair. Um, but it was just one of those things, it's really hard to make appointments because I don't know like my schedule ahead of time. So anyways, she kept asking and asking and asking. So finally, I got done with work early enough to pick her up from school yesterday. And uh, she cried when I got there because daddy was supposed to pick her up. But whatever, I digress. So <laughs> we went to get her hair cut. And after we did that, uh, I knew Joey and Joe would be napping because Joey's been on night shift this week. So I'm like, her haircut place was right next to Target. So I'm like, let's just go into Target. Like, she has not been anywhere public for probably since March. And so we went in, and I've never seen a happier little girl. Oh, my gosh. Like, we went through the little dollar section, and she got, I don't know, some, like, stickers for a dollar. She was just so excited about it. So I'm like, ah, this is great. Anyway, so we were walking, and I saw this vacuum, and it was – a vacuum and a mop at the same time. It's a shark. And I was like, I need that in my life because I hate having a vacuum and then go mop and stuff. So I, I, I bought it. It is the coolest thing I've ever bought in my life. Like if you have any hardwood floors or not even hardwood, but just not carpeted floors, uh, you can like it vacuums and then you can mop it. Like it's got a spray in it. And then when you're done and the little dust pad thing is full you just like press a button and it falls into the garbage so it's like no mess no cleanup it was awesome so that was my purchase did I need it no but did it make my life easier yes yes (laughs) self-care at its finest (laughs) I probably spent another $50 on random crap that Sophia absolutely needed we bought stickers she got new hair ties uh, she had a leave-in conditioner for her hair because the lady was, it was really windy out yesterday when we went, so her hair was just kind of a mess. And the lady's like brushing her hair. She's like, is it always this snarly? And I was like, no, but it's really freaking windy out. <laughs> Might I suggest a leave-in conditioner? <laughs> I'm like, okay. I got my hair cut on Saturday. My hair is always just so snarly. And, like, I always have to apologize when I go in. I'm like, I swear I brushed my hair. All I did was just get in my truck and drive here. My hair is just a freaking rat's nest. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's why I don't let mine get long anymore. Because it just, no matter what I do, it gets, like, a little rat's nest in the back. And it's just, ugh, it's annoying. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that's why you never see me with my hair down. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, Okay. Where where are we going? (laughs) That was all under self-care. We went to Target. Yeah. That was self-care. <laughs> we didn't even really walk around that much. I knew better than to go into the back where the toy section was. Yeah. Normally, I go check out the kids' clearance clothes, but then Sophia sees the toys, and then we have to walk through the toys, and then we're there for like an hour. So that did not happen. But um, the last thing that I have written on my list for just helping yourself during stressful times is to ask for help when needed. And I say this knowing that I am the worst person at doing this, Mm -hmm. but it is so important. Yeah. Kind of like what we were talking about earlier with reaching out to someone, if you're struggling mentally, asking for help is, I mean, it, it's almost, it's almost just a given out here. Like everyone knows that I need help with more things than they do because I'm the only female out here. So I need a lot more help. So all I have to kind of really do at this point, is just like give them like a, just a look, like a "Ah," look (laughs) and someone usually picks up on it right away. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like I can't do a lot of stuff that the guys can do. So they've, they're really great at helping me out, but um, outside of work, I'm not, I'm not that easy at, for asking help, I guess. I like to do things on my own. Again, stubborn farmer mentality, but if I think I can do it, I'm going to, I'm going to definitely try and it's going to take a lot for me to ask for help, but that's definitely something I've been trying to work on too. 
is asking for help when I feel like I'm just juggling too many things or yeah, if I just don't want to do something. Like it's nice to have Dan there to be like, hey, can you do this? I'm just, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not able to do this right now. Do this for me as much yeah. as I don't want to, but. It, it's hard because you like, you feel guilty when you ask for help. Like tonight I have Joey's mom over to watch the kids because last week was such a disaster. And I'm like, I can't, I cannot go through that again because Joey's on night shift again tonight. And I just, I always feel guilty when I ask people to watch the kids because it it's like, it was my choice to have children and I feel like I need to, you know, be able to watch them all the time. And that's not the case. Like they always say it takes a village to raise kids and that's true. But you just, I always feel guilty when I ask people to watch the kids. When I'm like working or something, that's a little bit different just because, I don't know, I don't mind taking the kids to work with me, but I know that it's not easy to do. So I, I don't mind asking for help with that kind of stuff, but still in the back of your mind, it's like, gosh, this is probably a burden when everyone loves to watch them because they can give them back at the end of the night. <laughs> but I don't know. That's probably my biggest like problem is asking for help with the kids and even like complaining about the kids. I feel like I should have said this earlier. I hate complaining about them because I know so many people like even wish that they could have kids and I I know the heartbreak of like I know this month is uh like national pregnancy loss and miscarriage awareness or child loss or something I don't know the technical term but I know the heartbreak that goes through with that so I I'm the type of person that like never wants to complain about their kids and stuff like that so that's a disclaimer for me complaining about Sophia earlier but um <laughs> I don't know yeah asking for help with the kids and then asking for help at work too I've I've been getting better at that because um well one when I was pregnant with Sophia I had like really bad back pain early on so I stopped feeding calves and I went to milking and it, like everything was fine but with Joe I was having back problems but we like really didn't have anyone to feed calves for me so I had to do it and then it was like certain things lifting. I needed to ask for help to do it, but half the time it was just easier if I did it myself. So then obviously my back hurt even worse. <laughs> so like by the end, I really had to get good at asking for help. Like, hey, I need you to lift this for me. And everyone was great about it. Like no one's ever been like, oh, no, I'm not gonna help you. But just that man mentality of like trying to ask for help. And now with uh, Sophia being in school, on Mondays and Wednesdays, I need to leave by a certain time. So if a calf is born, you know, right before I need to leave, it's really hard because I want to get them fed and stuff before I leave. So just, it's the easiest thing. Like, hey, can you feed colostrum for me so I can leave? And the girl always says yes, but I'm always like, oh my gosh, she's like, is she going to think I just am not caring about this job? You know, it's just, it's a struggle. And I don't know why. Yeah, it's so hard putting yourself first in a lot of these situations because like you don't want to feel selfish or greedy or feel like you're taking advantage of other people, but at the same time, yeah, like I think that's it, taking advantage. You don't want to take advantage of them. Yeah, but at the same time, like you need to take care of yourself first. You need to take advantage of yourself first so you can give to others later. I think that's kind of been the biggest lesson I've been trying to learn lately. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, when someone that. asks you for help, you are, you know, it's not like you're like, oh my gosh, they're being so lazy right now. You just, you do it. Cause it's like, oh, they need help. Yeah. So it's like, I'm sure that's going on in the other person's head when you ask for help, but it's just hard to see past that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's all, it's all about mindset and it's, it's a tricky thing. To get over baby steps. Mm -hmm. So that was the end of my extensive list of ideas to be not stressed during harvest. Do you have any other good tips? Bush light always helps too. Just or twisted tea. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> um, yeah, that's kind of all. That's kind of all I had for this week. I guess too, like just knowing that there's light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And maybe like set a, uh, you know, if you're in a relationship, set like a date night for when it's done. Something like set something to look forward to when it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, I was telling Amber before we started podcasting, I didn't want to say that this episode was going to be like how to stay not st- or like how not to be stressed during harvest because for us, we, we don't have that many acres. So our harvest is pretty short, like days short. And um, it is stressful probably for Joey because he works full time and then he's got to deal with it. But I don't deal with any of our field work. So I kind of just am there for him, like with whatever he needs uh, to do. So I didn't want to like say that this was just for harvest because I felt like I'd be fraud if I said that. But just like for stressful times, knowing that you're going to have something to look forward to at the end of it. Uh, for us, around this time, it's usually hunting. Like when we have a free chance, we know we're going to get to go hunting. We know we're going to get to sit in a tree stand all by ourselves. You want a night? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You see a night? Uh, where were we? I don't remember. Um, yeah, I think that kind of wraps things up as, as far as how we try to stay sane during busy periods of our life, harvest or not, it's always just important to realize that brighter days are coming Mm -hmm. and you just kind of have to embrace the suck for a little while and just realize that there's always good after the bad. And realize how lucky you are. Mm -hmm. I mean... Obviously, if you're going through harvest and stuff, you love it because you're farming and, you know, enjoy the good days and just kind of get through the bad days. Yeah. I think that kind of sums everything up. Should we end it with a review? I think we've got some. Yeah. I think we had uh, two new reviews since last time we checked them. (laughs) All right. Do you want me to read one? You want to read one? Yeah, go ahead. Read one. Okay, so I'll read the last one from Farm <laughs> some, uh, Farm FTM. I don't know what that's supposed to stand for. Okay, wow. Um, hey, ladies. I love listening to you both. I just recently started getting into podcasts, and my sister turned me on to you. I love all the episodes so far, and I can relate to a lot. Working with family, dairy farming, kids, and a husband who married into the farm. He works at the local co-op. I've never been more interested in cranberry farming. Keep it up. Thank you. Thank you. That's very enthusiastic. Love hearing that. Um, We got another five-star review. Not a two-star. No lint liquor cootie queens (laughs) this week. Um, so this one is from EJ and he says, great job keeping your topics fun and informational. I'm part of the dairy world, but know nothing about cranberries other than I love cranberry juice and have fed cranberry waste to cows. Thanks for keeping me laughing and learning while I drive. I appreciate what you're both doing for agriculture. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. That's really cool. I, yeah. I knew that we fed like bakery waste to cran or to cranberries, bakery waste to cows, but cranberry waste. Yeah. So cranberry waste that's is awesome. basically just like cranberry skins. So the stuff that they so don't like use they for juice. juice. Yep. Cool. Which there's still a ton of um, nutrients and like antioxidants in the skin but it just doesn't get used for the juice. So the best way that we have found to use that is for cow feed or like other animal feed, I guess. That's awesome. Yeah, I bet yeah. pigs would eat that too. Cool, I learned something new tonight. Yeah. So if you would be so kind to please rate and review our podcast. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Music. 
We would love to hear all Amazon sorts music. of Amazon music. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. We would love to hear <laughs> <One of> those. <laughs> we'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you think. Um, and, yeah, if, and if you're not following us on Instagram or Facebook, we've got uh, Forward From In Podcast. And then on Instagram, make sure to follow both of us at Cranberry Chats and at Farming with the Hill Views. I think we did good tonight. Yeah. I I feel good just like talking about that kind of stuff. It's like more, I don't know, this episode was definitely for me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I oh, know it'll yeah. help a lot of other people, but it felt good to just kind of talk about it and remind myself of things that I need to do to keep my head above water sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even if you can't swim to the end, just know how to keep yourself treading water, keep your head above. And again, if you ever feel like you don't have anyone to talk to, just know that we are always here for you. If you need to someone to talk to, or again, check out, um, Jess on Instagram. She has a ton of great resources and someone's always going to be there to listen and give their opinion. So just know that you're not alone in whatever you're going through. Definitely. I was going to, um, <laughs> when we were talking about Grey's Anatomy, there's a really good quote that uh, I was going to read. Let me see if I can find it quick. So a wise Dr. Meredith Gray once said this. This is like the OG. Like, I mean, this is from one of the first seasons. But she says, sometimes reality has a way of sneaking up and biting us in the ass. And when the dam burst, all you can do is swim. The world of pretend is a cage, not a cocoon. We can only lie to ourselves for so long. We are tired. We are scared. Denying it doesn't change the truth. Sooner or later, we have to put aside our denial and face the world. Head on, guns blazing. Denial. It's not just a river in Egypt. It's a freaking ocean. So how do you keep from drowning in it? Do you feel inspired? <laughs> I do. I, I'm just going to drop the mic on that one. You can edit that out. No, I've liked it. That was good. Except for denial. <laughs> is not just a river in Egypt. That was a little cheesy. <laughs> but, but it's what she said, though. <laughs> I mean, I wish I was that clever. <laughs> no, I don't know why that quote always sticks with me, but, like, anytime I, like, get no, stressed that's good. out, I just think about it, and... <laughs> that's good. I liked it. It was worth the wait. Was it? <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well... Well, anyways, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Catch you next week. Bye.